This is Build Your Difference, a podcast created by Blue Artists, a brand platform with one goal, to help great visionaries like you build impressive brands. Every month, we'll bring you insightful tips, knowledge, and compelling stories from successful entrepreneurs and the Blue Artists team on how to create and market a winning brand that does more than just launch a new product or service. It starts an ongoing conversation because you're not just making a brand, you're making a difference. Let's start building. Hello and welcome to Build Your Difference and this episode of Open Sessions. My name is Pierre Walters and I am pleased to be on today's podcast with an incredible entrepreneur, a visionary, the CEO and founder of Southern Bell Cleaner. I want to uh, I want to introduce you to Miss Emmeline Head. Emmeline, how you doing today? Hey, how you doing today? Happy, happy Thursday. Yeah, happy Thursday to you too. I'm so excited that you've been able to join us on today's uh, episode of Open Sessions, and uh, Thanks you're. For the yeah, it, it's my pleasure. You know, you and I had the uh, opportunity to meet uh, recently mm -hmm. at the Maryland Black Chamber of Commerce uh, event, and uh, I was really struck by just how how much you've built with Southern Bell Cleaner. Um, I mean, you, you have such an incredible story in terms of, you know, your inspiration to start the company and the journey that you went on to to sort of go from working in corporate America to yeah. then becoming a, a full-time entrepreneur. Um, and, you know, on, on, on Build Your Difference Open Sessions, what we want to do is explore the, the journey that entrepreneurs take and then just listen to some of the challenges that you've overcome and some of the challenges that you might still be facing as an entrepreneur. So as we get started with today's episode, I'd love to hear from you a little bit about that transition of when you were working uh, sort of nine to five and how you decided to to become an entrepreneur and to start your own business. When, when did all this start for you? So uh, it, it's been a quick journey. So I worked in automotive. I was a process engineer, production supervisor, quality. Uh, I wore a lot of different hats. Uh, in automotive for eight years. I really enjoyed it. And then I, um, a lot of people don't know, but automotive is kind of has its ups and its downs. So we were beginning to go through a period where we were starting to have furlough days and we were cutting back on shifts. And so I kind of started getting concerned about the future of, um, of our company. And so um, I kind of started looking out and I, um, started thinking about other uh, opportunities. And so I was offered an opportunity in uh, Baltimore. So I moved to Baltimore and once I got uh, it- Emily, wait, wait a second. Emily, let me just cut, let me just interject right now. So so you got an opportunity in Baltimore. Where were you coming from? Where, where were you living before? I'm, uh, I'm from Nashville, Music City, Tennessee. Oh my um, goodness. Yes. So I am from uh, the home of uh, country music. Fitz mm -hmm. University, Meher Medical University, my alma mater, Tennessee State University. So uh, it, it was a it was a transition. It was a um, you know I mean I picked up everything. I sold my house and I uh, moved to Baltimore. 
So once I moved to Baltimore, I wasn't um, a huge fan of the company that I transitioned to. So I started looking at franchises. Um, I started looking at Molly Maid, Maid Pro, UPS Store, a lot of different franchises. And for some reason, cleaning just kind of, you know, connected with me. And so, um, you know, I, I, I reached out to the franchises. So I kept working, I kept working. And then kind of I just was like, you know what? I have the money from selling my house. And I really thought about it. And I was like, you know, I don't have a mortgage anymore. I was, you know, I don't have children. I don't have a husband. I said, you know, this might be the best time for me to, you know, do something that I that brings me joy. And so I said, I'm going to do it. And so I was uh, seeking some advice from a couple of my entrepreneur friends, and I said, hey, should I take out a loan or should I use the money from my house sale? Mm-hmm. And so my friend was like, just do it yourself. Don't go the franchise route. He was like, you got to pay royalty fees. You have, it's very territorial. It's almost like, you know, you're working as, a, as an entrepreneur, but really you're working for a company. And so he was like, just do it yourself. And so I have an engineering background. I've been, like I said, I've been building cars for eight years. So I was like, I don't know how to start a business, but, you know, I slowly, you know, I, by using apps, I slowly started using, um, picking up residential customers. And so I was like, okay, you know, this is kind of, you know, a good direction. And so let me, let me ask you a question about your, Mm -hmm. your initial, your first set of customers. How, how, how did you do that? How did you go out and actually get so, like I customers. said, I just reached out on using the app. I started using the app and I started, you know, slowly picking up customers. And so at first I was like, you know, how can I really form this? And what I really just started doing is just investing in my clients, you know, showing, hey, I'm here for you. You know, what, 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 what can I do to help service you? So I really went into it with kind of the same attitude I was as a possession supervisor. I was a servant leader. I was always like, what can I do for my technicians? What can I do to make you, you know, a, a more beneficial experience? And so that was kind of how I was with my clients. So my clients like fell in love with me. So that's kind of where the seven bell cleaner uh, name came from. Because everybody was like, you know, you have this kind of warmth or kind of a hospitality kind of vibe. And so I was like, well, what better way to describe it than, you know, I'm a Southern Belle. So so I started kind of building the clientele. And from the clientele, like I said, I've got really good relationships with them. And then that's when they were like, well, hey, I have a building, you know, hey, have you thought about cleaning my, uh, you know, have you ever thought about cleaning offices? And so I slowly started branching into commercial just because of my connections with my, um, with the, uh, with my clients from residential. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of how the whole thing started kind of growing. And so that's the reason why I really, you know, I'm not against franchises, but I really realized that franchises weren't for me because I really didn't have a heart for the residential, but once I started getting the commercial, then I was like, okay, you know, this is the business that I would like to build. So um, along the way, a real kind of odd situation happened. I had a client that was in a serious uh, situation as far as uh, her HOA had got involved and uh, she needed to have a drastic declutter uh, she was going kind of into a hoarding situation. Okay. And so, I, like I said, I met her, you know, just, you know, using the app. 
And so uh, I came in. It was multiple sessions. You know, I came in with absolutely no judgment at all. And I really saw, you know, how much she needed me in that moment. And then also I saw the transition in once I started bringing her out of that, I could see a whole different person. And that's when I fell in love with uh, working with declutter. So now one of my major passions is is just working with declutter, uh, trying to bring people back into a better living condition. Because people really don't understand, like, once you start getting into this kind of physical clutter it can go Mm -hmm. into a mental clutter and Mm -hmm. so i i went from building cars to this niche of really trying to bring people out of you know a bad situation to bring them into a a better physical living situation would you say that uh sort of decluttering is something of a specialty for you for your business at this point yes it really is and so that's another thing that's great about cleaning and uh that was one of the reasons why i even looked at uh the cleaning business a lot more cleaning has so many different levels to it it's so many you you can have so many different niches you can do commercial you can do residential you can do home organizations which is kind of uh, not cleaning but cleaning you can do um declutter, you can do jump removals, you can, I have, I, I have friends who all they do is when they have a flood come in, they'll come back, they'll, they'll be the ones who come in after a flood. It's so many different niches, you know, and so that's the reason why I really felt like this is a really good community because you don't find a lot of competition, per, you know, per se, yeah. because my niche is different from your niche. So, right. I, I mean, you know, we're both trying to get, you know, cleaning customers. But, you know, I had a friend where she was only focusing on Airbnbs or, mm-hmm. you know, so it's it's a it's a vast, it's so much money out there to be made. You know, I, I, I'm really interested in diving into this idea of a niche and how you discovered your niche. I think that's a, it's a, it's a, a powerful story. But then yeah. how you're how you're sort of going to leverage that niche to then take your business to another level. Um, yeah. it, it's a really interesting, it's a really interesting um, situation because we we do hear a lot of, you know, I see a lot of different uh, people who start out in uh, launching their own cleaning business, but they fail to find a niche. They, they fail to find yeah. something that kind of sets their business apart. And so they end up with an overwhelming amount of competition and and then they don't they don't know what to do because it's like how can you compete against some of these really large companies who yeah who are able yeah. to charge you know extremely competitive rates so it's a real interesting thing i want to get into but before we before we dive into that we're going to take a quick commercial break i want to thank everyone for listening stay with us as we return with miss emmeline head at southern bell cleaning And I want to welcome you back to Build Your Difference. My name is Pierre Walters, and this is Open Sessions. And on today's Open Session, we are joined by Ms. Emmeline Head. She is the CEO and founder of Southern Bell Cleaner. And, you know, her story is so inspiring because she actually uh, moved across the country from having started, (laughs) from having been a a full-time corporate uh, person over in Nashville, Tennessee, um, to then uh, coming over to the East Coast, launching her own business. And uh, not only that, but a business in cleaning where there is a lot of competition. And what we were just getting into before the break 
was how you found your niche, Emmeline, how you how you were able to find what really sets you apart. I want to explore that a little bit more. Tell us more about how you discovered your niche and how you developed your niche in decluttering. Okay. So just a little background on just me as a person. I'm very process driven, very, okay, these are the steps that you need to follow. And and cleaning does that a lot. Cleaning is, you know, you have a process to get in efficiently and get out. But with the with the with the declutter, I was able to take a process from manufacturing. So one thing that I really try to develop for and our niche for the Southern Bell Cleaning Company is is that I'm bringing some of my manufacturing processes into uh, cleaning. And so I do a five S, which is a Japanese workplace um, uh, methodology. And so it's where you sort in order, shine, standardize, and sustain. So with every single um, declutter that I go into, I'm able to bring in a piece because I want to make sure that when I leave, they're able to sustain the lifestyle that I've been able to get in. So a lot of people mm-hmm. are constantly telling me, oh, well, when you you know get in there, don't tell them how to sustain because that can be a forever customer. But I was like, I don't want that customer to return to that lifestyle. If I never mm-hmm. see them again and I know that they're living in a good condition, I feel better about myself. So the young lady that I met when I was telling you earlier, she um, was having some issues with her HOA. I brought her back up to uh, standard. She realized, she was like, hey, you really did a really good job. I'm going to refer you to the city that actually um, got involved with the HOA. So she wrote wow. a really nice referral. Yes, she wrote a really nice referral. And she said, hey, she came in. She did a really good job. And so then that's how this whole thing kind of started. And so then I got on the vendor list for that city. And so now I've just been trying to like go and present myself to other cities as, hey, this is something I offer. It's judgment free. It's, you know, and then I also really, like I said, I really try to do the five S. I want, I want us to go through and I want to sort. I want to sit here and I want us to label, set everything in order. Everything has a home place. I want to sit here and I want us to clean. You know, we, we have to clean it after we've, you know, we've discovered where each place has a home. Then I got, I, I, I asked them, how do you want to standardize this? Like, what are the things that are going to make you remember? Like, what are the things that this is going to be the easiest process for you to continue? And then I want you to sustain it. I want when I come back in three months, I want to come in and I want this house to have the same kind of uh, of of look that I'm leaving it in. So that's kind of how I was able to find my niche, because I'm a person who even when I was in manufacturing, I always want to make sure that I'm making a difference when I was in manufacturing and automotive. One thing I was able to work with our technicians, which are our frontline uh, employees. And so I was able to, you know, work with them. I created, you know, computer skill classes. And so, I mean, that's kind of what I like to do. I like to make money, but I also want to do something that I feel like can make a difference as well. So I think the residential cleaning and commercial cleaning, yes, I like that. It keeps money in my pocket. But declutter is something that at night I feel like, hey, I made a difference. When I walked in that house, you know, I was able to sit here and see one condition. And then when I was able to leave out, the the best feeling that I had at the first assignment was 
she could not even sleep in her bed. Mm. And I told her, before I leave today, you are going to sleep in your bed. Mm. And I was able to have somebody, you know, and, and, and people don't understand some of the things that are the simplest things, you know, sleeping in your bed, somebody can't even get into their bed and they've been sleeping on the, on the, on the, on the, you know, two feet of a couch because that's wow. the only area in their whole house that's clear. You yeah. know, some people can't understand that. And some people go in and they judge that. Some people, you know, it's a lot of judgment that comes in, but you don't know what all is going on on the outside. Yeah. And that's not my job to try to analyze it. My job is to sit here and I see a task and to deliver on that task. Yeah. Thank my, Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving us a little bit of a peek into your your method, your process. And what I love about what you said amongst um, amongst everything that you said was that your your heart is in, in making sure that you've made a difference. And it's easy to come in and do residential cleaning and corporate cleaning. But the reason that you sort of decided that decluttering is where you want to to really focus your niche on is because that's where you know, as a matter of fact, mm -hmm. that you are making a difference. And on this podcast, we're all about building your difference. So, <laughs> so I, I think that that's just, that's absolutely fantastic. I, I want, before we go to, to our next break, I want to ask you about just one sort of very specific, maybe challenge that you faced in this process and how you overcame that challenge. I love that you already mentioned about getting on the vendor list in, in different cities. And I just want to know, as you as you expanded your business in this way, did you encounter challenges along the way? And what's one of them? How did you overcome it? So one thing that I will say that, um, so like I said, I didn't go the franchise route. And, and sometimes, I'm not going to say I regret it, but I do feel like that if I had gone the franchise route, that I would have been more set up. So it's been a lot slower process because I'm doing this, you know, by myself. And so it, it has been a lot more bumps. But I think maybe like six months into it, when I said, hey, this is what I want to do. Like, you know, this is this is where I want to invest my money. I want to invest my time. I don't want to go back to, um, you know, you know, return back to automotive. I don't want to return. This is where I see my future. That's when I was like, okay, I'm in it, but I don't know the business side. You know, I, as I said, I have a mechanical engineer and an environmental engineering master. So I, this is completely out of my realm. So yeah. the biggest challenge I had was, you know, somebody asked me about a balance sheet, somebody asking me, you know, about financials, somebody who asked me about, you know, all of these different terminologies that I was like, hey, I'm getting the client, you know, I'm getting the people who, you know, want to help work for me. You know, I, I'm good with the interpersonal people skills, but it's the business side that I really, really, really was like, okay, hands up, I need help. So yeah. that's when I really started like reaching out and uh, to the small business development uh, centers and, you know, joining different programs. And so I just started raising my hand, you know, joining, you know, the chamber, you know, just joining different things that can kind of lead me in a better business direction, because that was the biggest thing for me is, is that, you know, I, I was getting the clients, clients, you know, it, it, it's not 
a huge you know difficulty for me but it was just as far as like understanding the business now i know how to you know manage money and that's just because you know of the person that i am but as far as like just having the financial sheet just even being set up and and i'll be very transparent just simple things like so i set my name up as southern bell cleaners because that Mm -hmm. was what was available well when i went to go get my domain somebody already had southern bell cleaners so I dropped the S. I so see. I've been running my company n- not under its legal name. So when people are, are banks or anything are looking for me, it's as if I'm not a registered business. It's because I'm not working. So it's those kind of things that I'll be very transparent that I was very embarrassed about. And so I was like, oh, like, you know, especially for a person who I'm always trying to do things like in the correct order. But this is such a new field for me. So then it had to make me be a lot more vulnerable and it had mm-hmm. to make, and I've been a lot more hand raised, like, I don't know this, you know? Yeah. And so it's, that's kind of been the biggest thing is just trying to understand like all the different business aspects that I do not, you know, understand. And so mm-hmm. I'm mean, proud, you know, proud to say that I ended the year with 20, saving 25% of all the revenue that, you know i made over the year so i understand you know how to manage money but it's the actual setting up accounting wise and Mm -hmm. you know legal at you know um assistance those are the things that within maybe like the past you know after the first six months i started you know kind of getting but that was a huge challenge yeah that that i think i can totally relate to you on that and i think a lot of us entrepreneurs um, face that particular challenge. You know, it takes a very sort of crazy kind of person, you know, weird, out of the box kind of person to to decide to step out and to be an entrepreneur. And in a lot of ways, you're a risk taker. And so, you know, you're about getting out there with your hands and, and making things happen. And, you know, I mean, you could, I would argue that that is the most important thing about being an entrepreneur. But of course, there is that other side. There is the, the back end side, the, the accounting, the making sure your QuickBooks is all operating yeah. correctly. And I'll be the first to tell you, too, that's something I struggle with as well. I, it, 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 it's like in a lot of ways, it goes over my head. And I think what's powerful about what, about what you said about that particular challenge is that you you have gone out to look for resources and to put yourself in environments where you can find uh, solutions to that problem. You can find people who can bring that level of expertise to your team and solve that problem. I mean, the, the, the thing I want to say about this is that, and it's taken me a long time to, I think, accept this, and that is that it's okay for us as leaders to be really good at the stuff we're really good at and the stuff that we're not so good at, it's also okay for us to bring yeah. in other people <laughs> to do that stuff. Yeah. It doesn't take away from us. It, it it doesn't diminish our brilliance. In fact, in, in a lot of ways, it helps us to become more brilliant because yeah. we know that we're getting support in that area. So, um, you know, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into some of your current challenges and, and maybe uh, where you might where you might be looking for uh, uh, strategic guidance or, or yeah. advice, anything I can help you with 
currently. Okay, so stay with us. And if you're listening, I hope you're enjoying this episode of Open Sessions with Miss Emmeline Head at Southern Bell Cleaner. This is a very interesting conversation. Uh, we're going to be right back with Emmeline shortly. Stay with us. And I want to welcome you back to Open Sessions on this episode of Build Your Difference. My name is Pierre Walters, and today we are joined with Miss Emmeline Head. She is the entrepreneur, the leader, the, the founder, the CEO of SouthernBellCleaner.com. And I'm so pleased to have her on the show. If, you, if you're just now joining us, uh, you missed out on the first two segments where uh, Emmeline uh, gave us a, a, an incredible story about how she relocated from from uh, Nashville all the way to the East Coast, how she started her business, how she she uh, transitioned into uh, 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 a situation where she was not just competing in residential cleaning and uh, uh, corporate cleaning, but also finding a niche for herself, building a niche in the space of decluttering and how she took that niche expanded on it, overcame challenges, and is now taking her business to the next level and using this niche as the sort of cornerstone for her business. So I'm pleased to, to, to uh, uh, introduce you to Ms. Emmeline Head on this, um, on this episode of Open Sessions on Build Your Difference. Emmeline, how you doing? Uh, how you doing, great. As we, as we look into this next segment, um, I want to talk to you about one of your, you know, one or two of your of your current struggles. What might be on your mind right now as you take your business to the next level? What's a challenge you're currently facing that uh, that you want to sort of dive into at this time? So for me, I have I really need branding help because I'm trying to merge two worlds and. I don't know the wording. And so, mm -hmm. for instance, even when I'm giving my 30-second pitches, when I'm, you know, in different classes, like I said, I'm in a lot of business classes, you know, I say, you know, Southern Bell Cleaner provides, you know, re residential, commercial, and declutter services. And then once I start talking about the declutter, I can, you know, that that's where I, I my passion is. And so I really, you know, can go into further details and, you know, bring people in. But I get more commercial clients, so I'm just trying to see, like, how can I package this together? Because mm -hmm. right now, to be transparent, I'm not at the level where I can be 100% declutter. Right okay. now, I still need the commercial work. And so that that's kind of where, you know, I eventually would like for it to only be declutter services. That's, that's what I would like to do. To, to focus on, I like to be a life coach, you know, where I work with the individuals and then, you know, I have a staff that comes in that will just completely do the whole declutter session. But right now I still need that commercial work. And so I'm having struggles with, you know, how am I packaging and bringing in all of my strengths? You know, what, what are my differentiators? Like I, that's, that's my biggest thing, even working on my capability statement, you know, I have this environmental engineering, I have that, you know, a background, I have this, you know, process engineering background, you know, I'm trying to transfer that leadership, you know, into packaging, you know, what sets Southern Bell Cleaner apart. Mm -hmm. um, 
when the, your current your current business that you get uh, for residential cleaning and commercial cleaning, are these people finding you through your website? They're finding me through the website, um, word of mouth. Uh, mm. I, I plan on once I redesign their website because I did that myself, so it's got a few challenges. But <laughs> once I re redo the website i would like to you know start a google ad so i can get more commercial work because residential you know i get a call every day about residential mm -hmm. so that's and is that easy. is that primarily referral based is that like those calls referral, that you're getting are from referrals? Social media, referrals social media i mean you know just yesterday i was walking into you know a house another person came up you know Whenever my people walk into a house, you know, they, they'll, they'll give out the cards for me as well. So residential is very, very, very easy to pick up. Yeah. But, um, but right now, the commercial is the part that I'm trying to, uh, you know, figure out, like, how can I get more of the commercial? So the vision is, is that during the day, the staff does declutters and do and do um post-construction cleaning and then okay. after hours in the evenings they do office building cleaning okay. so that's kind of the the structure that i would like to have is you know those 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 that's the vision okay so 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 i'm, I'm organizing this in my notes here really the first priority is the decluttering part of your business and that's really targeted towards consumers is that right well okay. and so i've been getting the referrals through the city so i'm trying to get on mm -hmm. more vendor lists because i've i've I'm, I'm i've never been able to pick up a declutter on my own mm -hmm. so that's another thing is is that i don't know you know maybe i need to be you know get more visibility to be seen as a declutter pro outside of just getting on the vendor list. So what happens is, is that, so say a person um, has a, a dog or a cat, the neighbor thinks that it's in a bad condition, they'll call Adult Protective, uh, Adult Protective Services, APS, mm -hmm. and then APS will contact that person, say you have so many days to get this place back up to condition. I'll come out, I'll bring it back up to condition. So those are the ones that I've been steady receiving referrals through okay. getting on the APS vendor list for different cities. Now, what I would like to do is I would like to get the actual clients on my own, but I've never been able to actually secure a client on my own. Okay, got it. Okay, well, you know what? It's a great thing that you're on that city list and that you're able to successfully be getting business through that. That's yeah. a wonderful thing. Um, and the the key to making the transition to being able to attract business organically, because let's use the word organically to describe business that comes in through your website. Okay. okay. So the key here is gonna be with the web redesign. But okay. when, you, when you go in with the website redesign, what is really the focus? Well, I'm going to share my my initial sort of my initial thought on this, and then we'll dive into it when we come back from this next break. I think that when we come to the website, when we come to this homepage, we we need to better present that this is the home of declutter. Okay. Okay. Southern Bell Cleaners. This this is the home of declutter. 
That's our number one focus. Now, if you're here for commercial cleaning or if you're here for residential cleaning, guess what? We serve you too. But our primary focus, our, our, our cornerstone, the thing we want to shine a spotlight on is decluttering. And so that we, we have to position the website to really make that clear. And I love what you said, that this is not just about decluttering the physical space, but it's also life coaching. It's, it's also about helping people to, to think differently so that they don't yeah. end up in this sort of situation where they need to have someone come in and declutter their home in the first place. Or again, moving forward. And I think that really opens you up to some tremendous possibilities because essentially, you know, the way I see it, <coughs> excuse me, you are a consumer facing brand. You're, you're, you are about a regular consumer coming to your website with a, with a need, with an interest and feeling at home, feeling that you are speaking directly to them and knowing exactly where to go. The, the, okay. the, the concern that I do have, and we're going to explore this and when we come back from the break, because we got to go for a break in just a few seconds, is that there's a couple of things that we can't do on your website right now. We can get a quote, but we can't make a purchase. I don't see any way to actually make a purchase on your website. Am I missing something? So I actually just took off. So I had booked today and I have all the, and it's hidden. I still have that page. But it was a book today. But the thing about it is, is if you don't know the prices and I can't give you the prices, then you can't go straight into the booking. So that's mm -hmm. the reason why I changed book today to get a quote, because mm -hmm. every single facility is different. So mm -hmm. I, I can't give a generic price. OK, so that's where that's before we even go into a website redesign. That's what we need to to sort of fix. Uh, it's okay to have the quote system when you're dealing with larger, larger customers, like like a corporate cleaning situation or even mm -hmm. a large home situation. But for the consumer, for someone who, who, who wants you to come in and clean their average sized house or their apartment, we have to find a way to create standardized pricing. We have to find a way, and I know you love, you know, uh, systems and processes. So we have to find a way to break down what you're offering into systematic prices that can cover 70% of the scenarios that come okay. in through your website. And then that remaining 30% can go through the custom quote system to get something more tailor-made. Okay, so let's put a pin in that. We're going to be right back. We're going to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to dive into just how Emmeline can sort of reimagine her business and reimagine what she's doing with Southern Bell Cleaner by creating these systems on her website that reflect the kind of systems that she already is building on the back end. Stay with us as we return to open sessions. And welcome back to this episode of Open Sessions with Pierre Walters, that's me, and Emmeline Head, owner of Southern Bell Cleaner. We're so excited because we are diving in now to how uh, Emmeline can sort of reimagine her website, reimagine the experience on the website to better uh, speak to the kind of business that she wants to, to bring into her website. And so in the last segment, we identified that uh, Emmeline, what you're looking to do is you want to you want to focus primarily on this decluttering niche, and you also yeah. want to sort of 
offer this life coaching experience. Okay. Think yeah. of it this way, kind of like a holistic experience for customers who, who want to declutter their physical space and their mental space. Yeah. And I think that's a, an incredible thing. And I think we need to structure the website. So that's what's featured initially, but that doesn't okay. mean that you want to turn away business for regular commercial cleaning yeah. or residential, res, residential cleaning. So what we want to do first, before we do any redesign is systematize your pricing specifically for the declutter space, the life coaching space. I know you can't offer pricing that covers every scenario, but you can for at least 70%. So yeah. think about think about your customers. Think about maybe you have three different tiers of customer. Maybe you have four. Uh, you have small spaces, large, uh, medium spaces, uh, spaces, large spaces, and then custom spaces. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that right there is four tiers, small, medium, large, and then custom. And we can structure some prices around those tiers. You know, like you can define what a small space is as a small space, you know, X amount of square feet to X amount of square yeah. feet or this many rooms, medium, uh, large, and then custom. So what would be the cost to come in and first, at, at first, I'm assuming the first thing you do is an assessment. So what would be the cost of the assessment? Then what would be the cost of the actual decluttering program? Actually, let, let's just take a step back here. You did say that you have a, I think you said a 5S system. Is that right? Yes. Wouldn't it be cool if each one of those S's represented a different stage in the process? Okay. And what if mm -hmm. each of those S's had a corresponding price that, oh. that that sort of we could break down and then that would become the total? Okay. Um, and and we could offer that on the website in such a manner where where clients can see, oh, this is this is basically the experience. I can customize each of these sections and then out is out spits my total for what that's going to be. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. And then if I want ongoing support, maybe there's a subscription Sustain. that I can, excuse me? Well, that's the S sustain. Right. Right. So that would be the, so sustain would be the, okay. So, so maybe that's a subscription. And if mm -hmm. that's a subscription, maybe there's elements of life coaching that is brought into that subscription. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and so determining maybe the subscription itself might have multiple tiers. There might be sort of a simple subscription. Maybe that could be, you know, a virtual sort of thing where you're where you're having a, a virtual session with someone. And then maybe there's a higher tier where you're coming out and making a visit to their home. I mean, you can you can structure the tiers however you want. But the the sustained part to me, it sounds like there's opportunity there to break that down into different levels of sustaining okay. okay and pricing accordingly if we could get that price list situated the services broken down like that with corresponding prices then we can we can then design the site so that customers come in and feel empowered to see what you have to offer and what they can buy <laughs> right now um, okay. And then if there's if there are needs that are outside of that, then they can go to the quote system and submit okay. a quote. Like if they have a big, okay. you know, residence or a big commercial facility. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah. 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 yeah the commercial okay. can stay with the quote 
and then everything else can be underneath the 5S pricing tier. I like that. That's right. Like yeah. It. So so that's now that's all we have for today. <laughs> Cuz we are short on time. This has been an incredible episode. Um that's all we have for now. But this conversation can keep going because there's there from yeah, that foundation, I, I, I really there's a like lot that more idea. that we can build. Yeah, I'm glad it's resonating with you. So listen, Emmeline, hopefully you and I will continue the conversation offline. I want to thank you so much for, for participating on this episode of Open Sessions. And uh, I, I look forward to checking in with you soon to see how you've implemented some of these ideas into your website yeah. and how they've... Uh, uh, the kind of success they've brought to your business moving forward. I'm going to leave you with the final word. How can people find you online? How can they get in contact with your business if they're interested in some Southern Bell cleaning? So uh, my website is Southern Bell Cleaner and Bell is B-E-L-L-E, -L -L -E, like a true Southern Bell. And uh, on IG is the Southern Bell Cleaner and on LinkedIn is Southern Bell Cleaner DMV. Awesome. Thank you so much. And Emmeline, I wish you all the best moving forward. Take care. Thank you. You have a good day. Thanks for listening to this episode of Build Your Difference. If you'd like to learn more about how Blue Artists can help you develop a distinguished brand that inspires and engages a growing audience, then please visit us at www.blue-artist.com and be sure and subscribe to our monthly podcast for the latest tips and trends in brand development and marketing. And remember, you're not just making a brand, you're making a difference. Start building yours today 